0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show Built With VAs. I'm your host, Valentina Brega and in today's episode, we will discuss one of the most frequent questions I get all the time. How much should I be paying my virtual assistant? How do I know if I'm overpaying them or underpaying them? So, finally, we will have some clarity about this. In fact, there are so many questions when it comes to paying the virtual assistants, and we will make mini videos on each of them. Systems to use, benefits, all of that. If you have any specific questions, let me know in the comments so I make sure I address them or get in touch with us and let us know. Without further ado, let's talk about how much you should be paying your virtual assistant. Let's go. Nowadays, more and more businesses are turning to virtual assistants to streamline their operations, and not just businesses, individuals as well. And it makes sense. When you hire a virtual assistant, you're actually looking for talent all over the world. Your pool of looking for talent is so much bigger. So the chances of you finding the right person with the right skill set for the exact problem that you have in a business are so much greater when you look all over the world, rather than within a 20 mile from your office. Now, the second benefit to hiring virtual assistants is because your dollar can go Can stretch further. When you hire virtual assistants from overseas, usually it it costs less than hiring someone here in the United States. The cost of living is different in different countries, and so on. It's not surprising that people want virtual assistants. Now the question is like, okay, but how much do I pay them? And before we go into this question, we got to take a couple of factors into account. The first factor is going to be the geographical location. Where your virtual assistant is located will determine a lot how much you would be paying. You'd be good to kind of have an idea of how much those virtual assistants are typically looking for in that area. So let's say you're looking to hire someone in the Philippines. Philippines overall is a very good source of finding good virtual assistant. 50% of my staff are from the Philippines. So it's um, um, highly recommended. Not everyone is going to be good, but you can find very good talent. There. So, the way how much you pay virtual assistants will be in the Philippines will be different than what you pay virtual assistants, let's say in Central America, where people also speak Spanish, so that's an added benefit. And also, virtual assistants in the United States or Canada, of course, it's going to be a completely different price point. So, knowing the, the geographical location is important. One thing that we do here is first of all, ask your virtual assistant, hey, how much are you looking to be paid per hour? Also, do some research how much the, typically virtual assistants get paid per hour in that region and then you can compare apples to apples. The second factor to look into account is the skill set. Typically people who have a more niche skill set uh, get paid more than somebody who's more general or more admin assistant then you know general virtual assistant so let's say for instance that you're looking to hire a person who will work on your website you want to make sure that the seo is good the website looks good and so on and obviously that person is going to be charging you more than someone who is just a data entry person or someone that doesn't require that much that much skill. One thing I learned about the skill set is just the fact that someone is charging more doesn't necessarily mean they're more skilled. So just to give you an example to illustrate that, let's say you are you have two candidates. Candidate one is charging you $5 an hour, candidate two is charging you $8 an hour. You might be thinking that, oh, because someone is charging you more, they may be more skilled, they might have more experience in the area. So before you bring someone on board, our recommendation would be put them to a little test. Something very small, very minuscule, but just so you can see what they really can do for you. Because let me tell you a story about what happened to us when we hired a video editor for our company. So we placed an ad, again, different platforms, And we received hundreds of applications. And one of the requirements was send us your portfolio so we can see the other works that you've done. So when people send us portfolios, we probably selected maybe 30% out of all the candidates because we like the portfolio. Now, what we did from here, people whose portfolio we liked, we send them a little test. And I'm not looking for VAs to work for free or, you know, but so I'm not giving them a, a task that's going to take hours. I just gave them a task like, hey, here's one of our videos, just edit one or two minutes. That's it. And you can watermark it. We're not going to use it. Just for your peace of mind, you know, just watermark it. Do whatever you want. I just want to see the skill set. How would you edit this video for us? And well, to our surprise, um, the majority of people with great portfolios did not complete a task, first of all. But those who did complete a task, it wasn't even 10% from the portfolio what we saw so that was a lesson learned from us before we bring and before we extend an offer to anyone we want to test the skills some people can lie on resumes they can lie on interviews unfortunately the portfolios may or may not be theirs depending on different uh, jobs they have so What I would like to know is like, if I bring this person on board, what will be the outcome for me, for my company? So put them to a little test. It doesn't have to be anything sophisticated. If you need somebody to write a a blog, just have them write a paragraph, two paragraphs. It doesn't have to be the whole article. Have them watermark your, uh, you know, the the work so you don't use it, so you can't use it in the future. Whatever it is, you just wanna look at the skill set. So just because somebody's charging more, don't extend an offer before you actually, actually test the skill. All right, and factor number three that you should take into account is the expertise. Again, lesson learned from from our experience. Just because someone has more years of experience doesn't necessarily mean they're better than those that have less year or fewer years of experience. And here's why. What if a person has five years of experience, but they had the wrong training or they didn't have any training at all, they were hopping from job to job and not staying there long, so they didn't actually have any time to absorb all the information and know how things should be done properly? I would much rather hire a person who has just one year of experience, but stayed with one company and had access to excellent training, or maybe has is a natural at the job that uh, at the position that I'm they are applying for. Let's say, for example, sales. Even if they have less experience in sales, but the way they talk, the way they think, the way they can talk to me, I can say that they're naturally more sales oriented than the person that has multiple years of experience. So I hope that's clear. Again, just because experience the experience is there it's not necessarily the most motivating factor. In fact, what I tell virtual assistants when we bring them on board, I say, it's not the experience that people are looking for, it is the output and the return on investment. How much should you, based on what you're telling me, based on what you're showing me, what will the outcome be for me? So keep that in mind, and of course the way you do this is by running a little test. So three important factors, geographical location, skill set, and expertise, this is very important. So because we mentioned the skill set, I also want to make sure that everybody is clear on what a virtual assistant can do and what things they can take off your plate. I always say that if something can be done on a computer, it can be done by anyone from anywhere in the world. Well, when I say anyone, meaning obviously the person with the right expertise, but it can be done from anywhere in the world. So virtual assistants can help you with admin tasks, such as cleaning your inbox, making sure, you know, your calendar is managed properly. There's no double booking. They can make, cold callings, they can take inbound calls, they can send text messages, they can get in touch with your vendors, uh, clients, contractors. They can even manage Airbnb properties, um, manage tenant relationship if if you're in real estate. There's so much more that virtual assistants can do. In fact, I'm actually going to leave here in the description 100 plus tasks a VA can do for you. Make sure to download it. So it's going to give you some ideas of what a virtual assistant can do and how they can make your life so much easier. So the more niche the virtual assistant is, typically m- the more they will be paid. All right, but now let's talk about the actual figures. How much should you be paying a VA? It really depends where your VA is from, right? Like we said, geographical location. A lot of the times, a lot of companies, they're looking for virtual assistants in the Philippines. I personally love to work with uh, people from the Philippines, because I feel in the Philippines, there's this culture of working remotely that's very well developed. I tried working with people from my country. I know we have a lot of good, talented people that would make a big difference. Uh, My country is Moldova, by the way. And I know we can do this, but it wasn't as successful because overall, people in my country don't know what it's like to work remotely. They have a lot of questions. They they may not be familiar work. They may not be used to working uh, during US work hours and a lot more. So with the Philippines, it was very easy, very simple, and you can find really good talent. In fact, 50% of my staff are actually from uh, the Philippines. So usually in that part of the world, you would probably pay for a general virtual assistant anywhere between five, six, maybe four, even four, five, six dollars per hour for someone to manage your inbox, manage a calendar, maybe even make some co-calls, make some calls, or take inbound calls. Typically, that would be the rate. The same rate could also be found in other countries, such as Egypt, Bangladesh, Pakistan, Jamaica. That's typically what, what we are seeing. You have to really understand what is what are the alternatives of that virtual assistant in the country they're from. Maybe five dollars an hour is not a lot to you, but it could mean the difference. It could mean the world to to the person that you're giving it to in some parts of the world people make five dollars a day and when you give them five dollars an hour obviously this is going to be very competitive and people will want to to take you up on that offer and i know because the country where i'm from in moldova i immigrated to the states in 2018 five years ago but when i was in my country i would have been happy to work with five dollars an hour and because you know i do the math how much you would have you know, get monthly and that that covers my rent and everything else so Keep in mind this because don't always look through the lens of what you would pay in the States. The prices in the States are a lot, a lot higher, and the cost of living is a lot higher here than in a lot of other parts of the world. Okay, what about if you're looking to hire people in Central America or Latin America? Let's say you need people from Mexico, Honduras, from Nicaragua. In that case, probably you'd find talents anywhere from $6 an hour, $7, $8, maybe even 9 So we have placed virtual assistants typically that are within this range. If you're looking to Higher virtual assistants from Canada and United States, of course, there's a big difference. So let's actually compare the price. Let's look at a general virtual assistant. Like I said, in the Philippines, that would probably be about four or $5 an hour, in a lot of other countries as well. In the US, that would probably be anywhere from 10, 20, $30 per hour, depending on what they're doing. If you're looking to get a cold caller, you can outsource that internationally for about five, $6 an hour. Here in the States, that would probably be anywhere between $15, $17, $20 15, 17, 20 dollars per hour. So you can see the difference. A healthcare VA again, typically five, six dollars. In the States, you would be anywhere north of fifteen dollars per hour. And so much more. I'm not even talking about video editing and, and website and all of this, but you get the idea. It's a lot more expensive to hire someone here in the States. So to answer the question of how much you should be paying your VA, I would actually Um, ask you or challenge you to think differently. Don't think about how much it's costing you to get a V on board. Think about how much is it costing you not to get that person on board. So before you decide whether or not it's a fair offer, what do you feel comfortable paying for the skill set and for the output that this person can do for you? So that way you're going to decide whether you're overpaying or underpaying. If you have someone that's super talented, uh, trust me when I say this, that more people will fight for that person. So when multiple people fight for that person, they have options. Virtual assistants have options. So but if you know that you're paying an extra dollar more per hour or two dollars more per hour But that person is going to bring you a three times revenue four times 10x of the revenue from the money You you invested would you really care that you're paying an extra one or two dollars per hour? Probably not. So before you decide what you pay them think about what is it that you're going to get out of them? And is it worth it if it's just general tasks you would be anywhere four five dollars an hour you can find people in the philippines you can find people in india you can find people in jamaica there's talk to us because we have a lot of countries where we run ads all the time to find the right people i hope i address this question And watch out more videos in the series or be on the lookout for more videos on the series when we talk about what tools to use, how to structure the benefits for virtual assistants, also what platforms to use to pay them and a lot more. So thank you for tuning in today. Have a good one. See you soon.